On this episode of The Playbook, I have Glenn and Amber Schwarm, founders of Home Flipping Workshop, also the host of the Real Estate of Mind show. And we're gonna talk about the most valuable piece of real estate that everybody already owns. Join me for all this and more on The Playbook. This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host, David Meltzer. I am so excited. I have Glenn and Amber Schwarm, founders of Home Flipping Workshop, but why I wanted them on the playbook is they're far more than flipping homes. They have their own podcast called The Real Estate of Mind Show, and they're really about the real estate of mind. I think with their perspective, they could be doing anything inside or outside of real estate. Welcome to the playbook, Glenn and Amber. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Excited to be here today. Great to have you. You know, I'm so excited because there's so many different industries, careers, jobs, and I keep telling people, just you know, take inventory of yourself. You can't find outside of you what you can't find inside of you. And the searching, searching mechanism that we use is something called our mind. Where in your relationship or in your life did you understand this shift in the paradigm outside of what most real estate people understand, the buying and selling nature of real estate? Uh, you guys really get it by looking inside the house, not outside the yeah. house. Yeah, I think, you know, for, it's a great question, by the way. We, I, for years, you know, I went through a phase in my life where I was in network marketing for, for over 10 years full time. And that was kind of that, I was, I went through that self-improvement and self-development. I really got kind of really into that. And I really started realizing that you, you know, you, you bring about in your life what you think about, right? All the time. And just to simplify it right down is what you think about is how you view the world and all that. And so, um, yeah, I think Amber and I, when we got into real estate, whatever it was, 15 years ago now, during the, we got in right before the market tanked. So we got in, got started, and the market tanked. So we've been through all kinds of markets, right? Like so 2007, 2008. Yeah. Like, and it was that's a really when I lost all my money. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had over a hundred million dollars of real estate go down the drain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So big, big crash for you. Yeah. So we know we, we had just started then and, you know, people look back at, and said to us, Gosh, how did you, uh, you guys really knew when to get in. You knew when to pick your moment. I'm like, pick our moment. We were $80,000 in credit card debt. We were picking anything. We were trying to just survive. We were desperate. <laughs> yeah. And we we knew the mindset though. I, I always knew just from my other, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, right? So I'm 52 today and not, not actually today. It's not my birthday today. But I was 52 as I'm here. And, uh, you know, I started my first business at 19. And I've always known that you just, if you, if you can do it up here, you can do it here. And we, when we started our company, um, Vestapro, it's actually, you know, it's called the real estate of mind. That's our tagline. Cause we believe that if you don't have your head, right, you'll never get the money part. Right. And so I think, you know, someplace along the line, we realize that and we've always kept each other on task for that. I think that's a good partnership we have is that we're always about that. And the people that come to our workshops, we're really big on that. And we, I ask people in the workshop, I say, look at what is the most important part of a house? And they eventually get around to saying the foundation. I say, what's the most important part of your business? And they eventually say, well, me. I say, right, where are you? Well, you're the foundation of your business. So we're going to spend a little bit of time this morning getting you right. Because if we don't get you right, I can tell you all the mechanics in the world. And the minute you get thrown a curveball and get freaked out by getting scared of big numbers or a problem or a contractor, which you're going to have problems, you want to know how to handle it. I'm going to teach you how to handle that stuff. So that's 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 what drives us every day is yeah, to help other most, people see that. The most valuable piece of real estate you'll ever own, anybody will ever own, is right between their two ears. That's it. 
you nailed that and that's for sure and you know being in a marriage and working with your wife and utilizing that same collective consciousness philosophy and having these workshops because in essence when people have a workshop like you two you're creating a new consciousness not only individually but collectively and that's what creates dream you know the teamwork that makes the dream work uh and in order to do so i think the foundation of that teamwork is you know, I'm not going to take teamwork advice from someone that can't get along with their most relative person in their life. So if they're in a challenging relationship, I'm looking for a couple like you, because, you know, if you can have teamwork working with your wife, you can teach me teamwork working with everyone else. What are some of the key elements of the collective mindset that creates the teamwork necessary to have the right mindset? Pretty much fear that she'll poison me at night. <laughs> I just think that. Oh, I see. Uh, Amber's like my wife. <laughs> yeah. well, well, one day What's I wrong said, with that? One day I said, Do you False just- evidence appearing real. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever stand over me with a knife at night just thinking about me? She goes, I wouldn't do it that way. I'd poison you. I said, Nice to know you were thinking about it. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. <laughs> no, I, I think I think one of the keys that's made us work really well together is, um, and we didn't know this up front, we did no. not know this going in. But like learning what our strengths were and and not trying to wear all the hats ourselves. And one of like our defining moments was when we decided to um, define our roles. Define our roles. And and you know you're responsible for ABC. I'm responsible for XYZ. And you know we support each other within that role within those roles. But we each had specific things. And like Glenn is a, a huge visionary. He's like an off the charts visionary. And I'm also a visionary, so that can be a little conflicting. But I'm also like like to execute <laughs> so we're yeah. you know we we know our strengths and we play to those yeah and and we teach people you know that come to our workshops to figure out what those strengths are too and how to identify those and what role they will be playing in the business as well if you think we get along all the time though you're crazy because we don't we you know everybody's listening to us are like oh my gosh they must be the perfect couple no we we you know we're we say type A's. yeah we say we, we listen it it took us a long way it took us about what four five years and twenty five thousand in therapy but yeah. by God we get along so we <laughs> yeah thank goodness I I we mean, just learned how to fight that's all yeah I've, I've been married twenty three years and people are like oh my God you, I want to have a marriage like yours I said <laughs> yeah now I yeah. said ask her we we had uh, a great couple over the, and they're like well my wife said I I think I've argued with Dave three times in the last ten years and they're like. Oh my gosh. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell them how many times we argued in the first 10 years. Three, yeah, times, right. a, three times a day. Yeah, um, right. We know. <laughs> we know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, fight, you, you, you learn, you know, these things take lessons. And, you know, Amber, I'm curious about you because, you know, coming into, you know, an add on to an entrepreneur, someone who, you know, obviously has situational knowledge experience. In other words, I'm giving Glenn a little bit of credit. He has a lot of dummy tax. If he's an experienced entrepreneur, he's paid the most expensive tax at all. What was the the biggest thing you learned about the actual business that helps you today with the workshops that you guys do? You know, I don't want to, I'm going to throw Glenn under the bus here a little bit. You shouldn't give him too much credit because this man does not even know how to read a tape measure. So... (laughs) See, look what I've done. <laughs> but, 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 but to your point, he's an entrepreneur. And so there's a difference between knowing, you know, the mechanics and the mindset. And he has definitely the mindset to build that business. And I think for me, you know, I had to, my, my, my threshold for risk wasn't as great as his. So we do kind of balance each other out in that aspect. And as we've gone along, my, th- my threshold has increased. And I think that that is a really good tie-in to the workshops because the main reason people um, 
are afraid to get into real estate or flipping houses or becoming real estate investors is fear. It's lack of knowledge. It's lack of money. It's fear of failure. It's fear of success. It's fear of my life just changing, even if that changes for the better. So helping people be able to overcome those fears is just a game changer. Yeah, we, uh, we've done, you know, your listeners who don't know, we've done over 700 flips since we started this back in 2007. We've, um, we have a ton of rental properties and all that kind of stuff too, but we've made all kinds of mistakes along the way too, like a ton of those things. And that's what we share, I think, with people is when you get coaching, when you come to a workshop of ours and you learn, you're going to shorten that learning curve. You said about the dummy tax, right? That's so, it's expensive. I know, I'm sure you've paid it too. I mean, I can just tell, we have, we just get, no, I'm sure you've paid it because the, Anytime you meet someone who's reached a certain level of success, you just know that we paid it. You know, we paid that. And we're trying to help people shorten. You're going to pay some of it yourself, but we're trying to help people shorten that learning curve and be able to deal with it mentally. Because some people, some people start like flipping house and they give up because they start in the first time they have an adversity. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. And we help them with the mechanics and then say, listen, let's, let's get you through the mindset stuff because it's not that scary. If you just can reframe it a little bit and get through that, it's not that scary. So we give them all those tools to do it. And, you know, we're still actively doing 100 deals a year while we teach you what we do. And we're able to run businesses now as as business owners and not be in the trenches and the weeds every day. And we teach all that. And I think there's been a shift even in society, too, because, you know, when Glenn and I first started, like we we did it all ourselves. We learned from the School of Hard Knocks. We made all of those literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in mistakes that had we had Mil- coaching, million, millions. probably millions. Yeah that had we had coaching and had that system, we would have, you know, like he said, shortened that learning curve dramatically and not had to make all of those mistakes. And the shift that I'm talking about is I think that yes, while there are some people that are DIYers, people want that shortcut. They want to, you know, pay for coaching up front in order to, and, and take the time to learn in order to reach their goals a lot more quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah. My dad used to say who was in real estate, if you don't like someone, wish upon them contractors and overhead. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for contractors. Sure. I have That's a love hate sure. relationship with contractors. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is for sure. You, you can just do sure. the mindset, the mindset of dealing with a contractor and you would yeah. have a sold out workshop in two seconds. You uh, would. Yeah. And uh, I, I've, lo- I've paid some dummy tax with the uh, general contractors, contractors, subs, and yeah, yeah, even on the legal side, you know, if you've ever yeah. seen a list of how many of those guys there are and what they do now, one of the other mentalities that you guys talk about is the difference between a worker and an investor oh, and yeah. the type of mentality that it takes. I know you deal with it in your workshop. I've heard you talk about it on the podcast. What is that kind of worker versus investor mentality? Bottom line is that, you know, there's people that work in their business, people that work on their business. In their business means some people like to swing the hammer and do all that kind of stuff. We don't encourage that. We did that in the first couple of houses. We don't encourage that now. We like people to work on their business and, you know, be able to almost be a 10,000 foot view and hire and manage things out. So you can do it part-time alongside your current job, right? Or whatever it might be. So we, we'd like you to be a business owner and not be an employee in your business. Cause I'm an operator. Yeah. If you're an operator in your business, you're going to go crazy. You're, you're eventually going to rip your hair out. It's going to be a bad day for you and you, you will burn out and you won't like it, especially if you start doing multiple deals a year, which is what we encourage everyone to do. So it's, you know, it's, I think it's crucial when you get started that, that you have that mindset out of the gates. Look, I want to, I may do some stuff myself, but I want to eventually move out of this into be a business owner so I can enjoy the fruits of my labor and, uh, and do it right. right. Hire the right people. There's a great book out called who, not how you ever wrote that book. I just got through reading it again. I, I read, I reread some other chapters. <clears throat> it was a really, it's funny how you, Dave, you know, you know, things and you know it in your head. You, when you've been studying things for 30 years, you know, things and you read it again and go, I kind of forgot about that, you know? So, oh yeah. And that's why I read, I read Think and Grow Rich every day. Cause I'm like, yeah. you know what? 
I'm tired of making the same mistake over and over again. I just need these consistent reminders. Um, one of the other lessons that I uh, have seen in real estate, I have a saying, be kind to your future self. And I think in no other industry than real estate does that mean more uh, because it just seems so incestuous that you think you're going to get away with something in real estate and your reputation is everything and your kindness and abundance is everything. Um, yeah. How do you guys value and teach reputation uh, in the spheres of real estate? When we first started, it was 07. So we were just right right after that, 2008, the market crashed. And we heard about all these crazy things that were happening. Because remember, it was a, wasn't just a financial crisis. It was a real estate financial crisis in our country, right? So we were in the worst possible market. And flippers in particular had a bad name. Horrible. And, and by the way, we teach a lot more than flipping. We teach how to be a real estate investor. Right, how to so, build rentals, yep. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we, we do it all and all that. But um, uh, when, when we got started, I remember saying to Amber, we could, let's do this and teach people they could do it with honesty, integrity, and character. Let's just show the world, show our community, not the world. Let's show our community that we could do that. And we did. We just did. We, we had integrity. We do what we say we're going to do. We have character. We don't hide things in the wall. We don't teach how to do crappy flipping or all that stuff. People that have a bad name. We don't, we teach how to not be dishonest to people and all that. So we, we're real big on the integrity and character part. And that's what we've always built our business on. And when Amber and I first started, gosh, you know, whatever it was about our third house, my, my passion's always been, you know, I've always in my, in my former life used to, used to fly around and speak and train, help people. And I loved it. And I always wanted to find a vehicle where I could not only help them, but I could give them a vehicle to say, Hey, I can help you feel better about your life, but I don't want you just leaving, leaving the, leaving the workshop on a high. I want you to have something to do to get money because money tends to help you, but it doesn't bring you happiness, but it helps, you know, helps relieve pressure. And um, so about the third house, I said to Amber, I said, this is it. Like it's real estate. We can, I can teach this. But I said, let's perfect the model before we teach. Cause I hate all the gurus online that they do one deal. Now they're, now they know everything. And that makes me want to vomit. I'm like, get out of here. You don't know I can tell you don't know anything. And plus if you just made your market in the up, if you just made your money in this up market, good luck when the market turns and we've been there. So we know, so it's just a, I don't know for, for us, I think that, you know, we, we have a long history of, um, uh, going through ups and down markets and all that kind of stuff. And I tell your listeners that right now, timing is really important in real estate because listen, COVID is just over, right? Just COVID is kind of whatever. that will call it over. You're in New York, we're in California or whatever, you know, or, or vice okay. versa. You know what I mean? But it's, it'll be here forever apparently. But in uh, um, the markets right now are crazy. There's so many people that are in forbearance that didn't pay their mortgages and they're falling behind and there's no, the banks were not allowed to evict them. That's going to stop someday very soon. And when that stops, there's going to be a, there's going to be a tremendous amount of foreclosures and people that are in financial trouble. And that brings massive opportunity for people like us. And I always say to people, you've got to be in the ocean paddling when the wave comes to catch the wave. If you're standing there, it's going to knock you right in your face. And that's exactly with real estate investing. Same thing. Now is a big time to get in, get learning. Cause when the wave comes and those house come, you want to be in the trenches. You want to be going. Because that's when you'll make some serious wealth for your family. Yeah, and I, I think too that even with COVID, there's been another shift in society, and that's that it almost like forced this pause for people to really think about what's important in their life. Mm. You know, like a lot of people were out of work for, you know, or they were working from home and more family time and not being able to go out and do stuff, or maybe not even wanting to go back to their normal job because they see there's another way. So, and then that's the other great thing about real estate in particular is 
you don't need anything special. Like it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. It doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter if you have a college education, like you, you have a drive and that that's what you need to be successful. And as long as you're willing to put in the grind and the hustle and, you know, go for your dreams, you don't, none of that other stuff matters. Yeah. It's so true. And you know, that timing and risk tolerance will be more and more important as we go. The difference between prospecting and investing uh, is so interesting because there's a lot of prospecting as you see today, you know, AMC, they halted trading, you have yes. crypto, you have NFTs. And I sit right. here as a lawyer and someone who still invests in real estate, even though I paid my dummy tax, I want to make it all back and have, yeah. because I understand that all the laws and the strategy and philosophy in America was based off of the landowner. Yeah. And so if you want to have the most advantageous investments, generational wealth, uh, invest invest in in real estate the right, right way. Yeah. Um, and it's so important to understand that. How do you teach people, number one, the difference between this idea of prospecting with real estate and investing, but also how to determine what opportunities are aligned with this timing and risk tolerance. And I think it's so historically easy to see, to start paddling before the wave comes in real estate far easier than it is in NFTs or crypto yeah. because we have generational history and human right. nature never changes with overselling and overbuying. Right. Yeah. For me, kind of just some, just getting that right down to the basics for me is I've always looked at real estate and said, look at no matter what comes and goes the fads, the stock thing, like you said, the AMC, the, you know, the, my, NFT, our, our yeah. son, our sons into all the crypto, crypto and all that. Yeah. And that's all that sexy stuff. that goes up and down. It's risky. Real estate, might look boring to some people, but historically speaking, it's the best way for average people like us to get wealthy. And we can do it without using our own money. That's people don't understand. People like, like that, some people get online and they'll give us crap and say, yeah, oh, that's not true. I was like, well, I don't care if you believe it's not true. I don't use my money to this day. I have private lenders that we use and we have a structure that we use. We don't use our own money. So if you know how to structure it, you know, and this, this is the vehicle that you can use other people's money. Matter of fact, most of your listeners have already. If they bought a house, they've used other people's money to buy their house. Just buy more of them and we can yeah. teach you how to do that, you right? Use a credit card, you're using other people's money. People yeah. just, you know, you, when you have to reframe it for them to understand, oh yeah, I guess that is really other people's money. Yeah, so they, so there are a lot of people that are looking around, looking at house, they think about it. They just don't know, they don't know how to pull the trigger and how to make a move, right? That's what the biggest thing we find is, is just a lot of people say, man, I'd love to do that. I mean, how many times do you run, a, you know, if you're at a table with friends or something, they go, oh, I'd love to flip a house. Oh, look at that show. I'd love to do that. Oh, I'd love to do that. I'm like, well, then do it. Shut up. Let's do it, you know? So, right. It's not yeah. that complicated. You just have to know what to do, get educated and learn how to do the right things, get, you know, get the right steps. Yeah. What's funny about what happened with us is, like I said, we did start with the school of hard knocks and did everything we on did. our own, we but, did. but we got smart really quickly and realized that we needed mentors and we needed training and coaching. So even when we got to a point in our business where others might perceive that as being successful, that's when we even reinvested in, in going to the next level and getting that coaching and mentoring because we knew we wanted to grow from there. So yeah. we, we did it a little backwards. It would have been better to get coaching up front so that we, you know, missed all those mistakes along the way. But you got to know where you're looking now too. And kind of your original question, let's go back to, you know, when you got to know where you're looking for properties, right? You, people say, oh, the market's crazy right now. Well, yeah. it is crazy. If you're competing with everybody else that's looking on the MLS. Yeah. Right. You have to know how to look for off market deals. And when you, and people say, well, I couldn't do a hundred like you. I'm like, you don't have to do a hundred right. like me to make a great living. If you did one deal this year and made an extra 50,000 if you flipped it, 
Is that a, is that a lot a lot of extra money in your pocket? For most people, that's a life changing yeah. amount of money. Sometimes they flip one or two houses, or even even if they're holding on to it and they do a refinance, they can make more at that as a part time hustle than they do with their full time job. So many possible. They come to a workshop. And they're like, I didn't know you could do that with real estate. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't make money doing that. And I'm like, I know you didn't. That's why you're here. And we, one thing we we talk about, David, too, a lot of workshops. It's all fluff. This is like what you see now is what you get. This is how we talk in the workshops. We're real. I share about some losses I've had. People are like, wow, you share that? I'm like, yeah, because it can happen. Yeah, if you do it wrong, wrong, you're gonna lose, you're gonna yeah. you can lose money. You know? So yeah, I think know. more people hire me for what not to do from my experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, they, they hear me they're like, wow. And that's what they spend a couple of days with like, wow, I guess if you can do it, I can do it. I'd like, I know I'm not I'm nothing special. I'm just a guy that wanted a better life for my family. That's really what it boiled down to. What's yeah, that's what Amber told me. Measure? I don't know. What the yeah, I was gonna say, Amber told me your superpower is you're nothing special, and I would say, how does that work? <laughs> oh, I didn't now, say that. Now I get it. Now I get it. No, no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> Love it. So there's a there's a saying though, and I know you guys help so many people, especially in real estate. It's it's people simplify it so much. You know, they'll ask me all the time, Dave, should I invest in real estate? And I was like should you breathe air like how much general can you get there there's so many specificities about real estate and understanding and the only way in the simplest way to make money in real estate is to find someone that sits in the situation that you want to be in and just ask him for directions it's not not to put glenn and myself down it's not rocket science it's math yeah, math. There's right. tons of experts out there specific to what type of real estate, what region, area, timing, financing. It's just literally explaining it. And I love what I call grit businesses. If you're willing to be consistent and persistent, playing by the rules, just like Bobby Cox in Atlanta coached the Atlanta Braves to so many playoffs and World Series simply by playing the statistics and bunting when he's supposed to bunt, yeah. walking when you're supposed to walk, all the things you're supposed to do. It's the blocking and tackling in real estate that make it so exciting. And there's so many opportunities. And then I agree with both of you. There is going to be a major shift and it's oh, time yeah. to start paddling. People should find people like Glenn and Amber, go to the home flipping workshop, reach out to them, find someone like these two that are in the situation you want to be in by having character, honesty, integrity within the context of their personal experiences. You two are a blessing. Your podcast is extraordinary. I love the real estate of mind, the real estate of mind show. Please reach out Glenn and Amber Schwarm. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Playbook as much as me. On a personal note, I just wanted to thank everyone for making The Playbook such a success. Don't forget to continue it by sharing, subscribing, and listening to your favorite episodes. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook.